back to the K-12-ish podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Anna, and today I'm joined by Dennis Ocampo, who is the founder of Outbox Education, and I'm really excited to talk to you about this product. I know you're going into beta soon, so let's get into it. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Yeah, so first of all, what is Outbox? Yeah, so Outbox EDU is a gamification platform. What we do is combine educational technology and gamification, which allows teachers to support student learning. Um, Our first platform, again, you can pretty much immerse students in that platform and allow them to have kind of like a creative learning environment situation where they're just not held to the traditional worksheets, right? Uh, Especially now with remote learning and everything just being different um, in education and how students learn. Like we, we have to touch students from different perspectives because they all have different learning styles. And so, um, yeah, Outbox is just kind of like a gamification, right? Game-based learning platform that again, allows teachers to immerse their students in the platform and again, support student learning. So I have to ask because when I first saw this, I was like, wow, this makes so much sense in COVID. So I was expecting like, oh, maybe this was founded beginning of COVID, but you guys had started back in 2018. So where did the idea for this come? Yeah. So originally um, it came from, I, I was a language learner. And so, um, I, and right now I'm an educator. So being an educator and seeing those disparities in schools and the lack of platforms or resources for language learners and so forth. Um, I really wanted to build something. And so initially it was for language learners and we had components on our platform that allowed for teachers to help language learners, right? With speech proficiency and fluency and grammar. But now that's just a simple feature. Um, And so, yeah, this came about where I I knew the struggles of students and I said, why not build something where we can gamify it, right? Especially um, kids uh, love gaming, right? They they play games for hours. So if we can kind of combine the two, right? Education and gaming and allow it for uh, the students to learn in a way where they almost kind of forget that they're they're learning, you know? Um, Then I said, yeah, let's do it. So I just kind of, for years now, trying to put a solution that where we can allow for teachers, right, to better engage their students and for the students to actually learn, you know, what the teacher is teaching. Because sometimes, you know, I feel like students don't actually, not all students, but every student has different learning styles. And so if a teacher is teaching one way, um, another student may not understand that. And so with our tool, it allows for the kind of teacher to break it down and for the student to understand based on their learning style, okay, now I understand what you're what you're trying to say. Um, and then, you know, you have that collaboration because it's hard when you're one teacher and you have 30 students to reach everyone. So, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much where this came about. So. And that's really interesting to hear you say that because part of my background in education is I worked for an organization called IRCA, which was the Immigrant and Refugee Council of Oregon, which is where I'm based in Oregon. And I'm I'm an Arabic speaker, so I would go into the homes of Middle East, North African immigrants and refugees in the area and tutor the students because they were falling behind so much in class. Because as you mentioned, teacher has 30 plus students. They can't teach 
it's really difficult to teach to the one kid that is an ELL student. They don't know English and they just continue to fall behind. And so it was this really vicious cycle for them where they'd been out of school for a while and now they're trying to get back in. And it's just, they're met with failure, not because of their own fault, but just because of the way the system's set up. So to have had something like this would have been so helpful for them that I I can just envision how much of an impact this would have for ELL students and then for all students in general. Yeah, of course. I mean, I wish I would have had this back then, right? Like when you think about it, um, because it's so impactful, you know, being able to see the progress, student progress, being able to actually pinpoint what are, you know, what are you actually not understanding? How can we help you? Um, what are some ways we can address those those needs and so forth? And so uh, there are a lot of platforms right now, especially that, you know, kind of uh, boast or say, yeah, we can do this, we can do that. But um, it's very hard. You know, education is very hard uh, to very kind of like pinpoint. And so I think it's a collaborative thing, you know, having educators, having parents, um, to tutors, teachers, all combined in one to be able to say, all right, this is what so-and-so needs help with. Um, let's help him with that, you know, and that's kind of like what we're getting at um, with our platform because as it is, you know, um, educators as well don't they get enough support as well to engage students, especially now with this new age of learning. Um, and I, I can, as an educator, we waste countless, you know, hours making lessons for students, you know, and, and don't get paid enough for it. So it's like, you know, um, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. You, know, you got to look at it from both pers- perspectives. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one of the, the, one of the powerful sides of ed tech is that it can really support teachers in their instructional work and allow them to, instead of having to focus on meticulously developing all of those lesson plans or having to individualize everything they create for each student, now there's tech that can do that. And teachers can focus on those social emotional sides of learning, of facilitating the process, but not having to spend hours and hours just developing lesson plans to get through the day. Yeah, exactly. Um, And like, so that's part of the reason why we've built this solution is just because, again, I'm a teacher. I know the pains of having to work with students that sometimes you may not be able to reach all of them. um, And then it's and then wasting countless hours trying to figure out how can we better fit their needs. And it is so tough because sometimes I feel or and other educators too feel like a lone wolf because everybody's doing so many things at once, right? Trying to you know do their job, uh, but at the same time, it's it's all about collaboration, right? Being able to you know lean on a parent and say, hey, so and so is going through this. How can we better help them? Or having a tutor, right? You know, after school and being able to afford that because that's another thing. You know, sometimes there's people who can't even afford a simple tutor to help them out with something that they're not, you know, understanding and so forth. And so um, it's kind of like evening the playing field for everyone. You know, teachers get enough support, students get enough support, um, and then everyone's kind of happy, right? Because we're all getting the support that we need so that we can, you know, be successful. 
Yeah. And it's an issue of equity too, that that way all students are having access to the same quality of instruction too across the board. It doesn't matter where you're from, the school district you're in, you all have access to that same type of program. And so I'm, I was looking at your website and I was watching the video where you're showing what it looks like. And this is a, it's a very immersive platform. So what was the process of developing it? Who were all the people you had to bring to the table to, to get this, to get the product to come out? Oh, it's been a roller coaster. Um, from the beginning, we had so many ideas and concepts on how, you know, to build it. What should we implement? Um, you know, but it's it's been great. And in the process, I've had many developers. My CTO, co-founder, Jake, uh, has helped out with the process and he has great experience working with 3d augmented reality virtual reality platforms and such um and you know my developer nor as well who's been helping out uh but we have a pretty great team who's just been there from the beginning uh you know helping us to make this thing a possibility and they they've seen the vision they know uh i mean it's not easy right nothing is easy but again being able to know the impact that we are going to have, you know, once this thing becomes successful, you know, it's the end goal, you know, it's bigger than us. Right. And so that's how kind of we look at it. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been a roller coaster, a lot of different people, but uh, right now we have a pretty core group that um, has been helping make this thing uh, again, successful. And now you're going into beta, which is very exciting. So, so what does that process look like of, of rolling out the beta version of it? Um, it's a lot of, a lot of iterations, right? Going back and forth, a lot of testing, seeing what works, what doesn't work, feedback, right? Um, whether it's constructive or, or negative, right? Like you got to take it, uh, for what it is. And so, yeah, just right now at this point, taking all the feedback that we can, going back to the drawing board, um, and literally just putting things together. It's like a puzzle, right? Like, putting them together to see what fits, what doesn't fit. Um, and then, yeah, just going from there, like just rolling features out, you know, incrementally and so forth. But uh, it's fun. It's definitely fun because uh, you get to see what you've pretty much had in your mind for so long actually become your know, reality. Uh, and yeah, it's, 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 it's a fun process and it's tough, but again, um, it's worth it. Yeah. And so are you working with specific schools then and rolling this out? Have you chosen certain partners? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we are currently rolling out um, in our first pilot school in the South Bronx. Uh, We're going to roll out also in Florida and another private school out there. We kind of have other schools as well. It's kind of loose right now. The idea behind the platform is that we have kind of two models where we're addressing both businesses and schools as well. And then, you know, uh, educators and parents that want to use the platform, you know, for more enrichment uh, purposes and so forth or homeschooling purposes. Um, And so it's kind of like those two approaches where, yeah, we can use this for schools and businesses and they can use it in their, in their uh, classrooms. And then also parents can use it with their, their students at home and so forth. And educators can also uh, upload their content, right. And create a profile and kind of attract those students to, to collaborate with and teach. I'm curious, what's been one of the most 
interesting pieces of feedback you've gotten that maybe you didn't expect or really made you think? It's hmm. a good one. Um, I think getting more adoption for the platform just because we have different ways that we can go about with it. Uh, so yeah, just getting more adoption is like, for me, I felt like, yeah, we have enough people kind of interested in it, but it's like, no, you need more, right? You need more adoption. You need more kind of feedback, uh, in order for this thing, you know, to obviously be more successful. So yeah, that's, that's really it. Um, it's like turning on the light switch, like the light is off and you don't really realize until someone turns the light switch on. It's like, all right, you're right. Yeah. That's probably something that we should work on. So yeah, that, that, that would be it. Yeah. So I know it's COVID right now. So this next question might be challenging, but have you been able to see students and teachers using it? I know that's always like one of the best parts. You have a product and to see it in use. So have you been able to witness that? Yeah, we've seen a few teachers um, use it right now because it's like very early stages. We still have certain things that we have to add to make the process more simple and easy for them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's great being able to have those conversations and for them to just say, yeah, I clicked here, I signed here, I did this action. It's like, wow, it's actually working. Like, you know, it's a, it's a thing, you know? And so for me to have those conversations with them and see that, and even if they get frustrated, it's like, wow, you have something to be frustrated about. Like, even though, um, you know, as you're still upset or frustrated, like we can work through that and we'll figure it out. And so, uh, yeah, it's definitely fun seeing that. And eventually, like that's when we have the demo out more uh, flushed out and it'll be in more schools, we want to see obviously more kids use it and so forth. And yeah, so by the end of the month, yeah, we'll have more of that uh, adoption. Yeah. And Oh, and you mentioned too that you're working with like homeschool and enrichment programs because I know there's a big move toward or there's more of a move toward there's learning pods popping up and micro schools. So I'd be, I, but I think a lot of the fears with parents is they don't feel like they have the instructional chops to put this on. They can hire a teacher, but sometimes that's expensive. So this type of platform can really fill that need. So have you been able to speak with any parents about this? Yeah, I've spoken to a few parents, uh, with them, it'll take a little bit longer because, uh, it's more of a word of mouth kind of thing where the teachers are going to kind of bring the parents onto the platform um, in conjunction with us talking with them and letting them know, hey, uh, we have a great platform that you know would boost your child's performance, right? Whether it be in what subject they're looking um, for help in. Uh, but yeah, we've, we've spoken to some parents and they're excited, but obviously it's about getting it out there, right? And having the whole thing complete or usable in a sense to where, you know, they can see that the the gain from using the platform. Absolutely. And so I wanted to go talk about your background a little bit because I saw you were an AmeriCorps member volunteer and then you worked as a teacher in schools. Um, and then up until like you were an athletic coordinator, I saw. So why did you first decide to work in education? What pulled you to the field? Yeah, um, I think just the simple fact of growing up both my parents were immigrants, and um, again, like I said, I was an L, right? I didn't know English, and going to school, there was that barrier, you know, not knowing English, not being able to assimilate, uh, felt like an outcast. 
And uh, I didn't want to feel like that, right? I, nobody wants to feel like that. And so growing up, when I actually got into the education system and I seen the disparities, um, I was just like, you know, I wanted to make a change. I wanted to make a difference, whether it be in education or any other field. I just know that I wanted to give back to some extent just because I know how tough it is, especially for students in schools, right? When you're coming from a different country, you know, you, there's so many different barriers that you have to go through uh, in order to be successful, right? As it is being from another from another country, not just, just thinking about being in the States and you have to finish school and you have to, you know, do X, Y, and Z, get your degree. But the fact that you're coming from another country and you have to learn a language on top of trying to build a network, right, with people and then, you know, try to go to school, get a good education, you know, live the American dream um, and so forth. So that was part of why I wanted to build this. I wanted to help those students um, that, that don't have that vision um, or don't see, I guess, value in themselves because a lot of kids don't feel like that, don't have that, uh, that help and so forth, that structure. Uh, and so, yeah, I wanted to build this. And, and part of why I wanted to get into education is because, again, I, I know how it felt to be one of those students. And um, I wanted to build something, again, that allowed them to have an outlet and to learn, you know, with people who actually care about them and want to teach them and, and help them be successful and so forth. So um, it takes a village, you know, to build someone. So, yeah, that's part of the reason why I got into education. Is there a particular teacher you had in school that really helped you see that vision for yourself? Ah, man. I can always remember Miss Rodriguez. Yes, Miss Rodriguez. That's the only teacher I can really think of. And it's funny because you go through so many teachers in your life. Um, it's like the really important ones that, that stick with you, right? The ones that spoke to you the most, you know? Um, and so, yeah, Miss Rodriguez really was... Um, you know, she was really important in my life because she was the one that when I was going through, you know, a struggle or just not understanding something, she took the time to really, you know, speak to me and, and go through, uh, you know, the motions and so forth. And so, yeah, Miss Miss Rodriguez, um, yeah, I'll never forget her. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Miss Rod- Miss Rodriguez. I, that's just, it's, teachers can have such an impact on you. And, and I think it's, it's always an, really special to look back, but then to think about how this type of program can help more teachers reach more students because it is like education funding goes down, teachers have more students in their classroom. And so it's so hard for them to focus on all those students and to really try to have that impact. Right. Um, And so one of the things that, because I have a, a lot of people that listen to this podcast are within education. Some of them are thinking about transitioning to ed tech and and you founded your own ed tech company. And so besides obviously having the instructional background that's helped you build this product, what are some of those skills that you think that just working in education gave you that help you run your own company effectively now? Um, I think grit, right? Grit, determination, those are some words that come to mind. Because uh, at the end of the day, it's tough being an educator because there's always changes and challenges that you're presented with um, from a day-to-day basis. And being able to have enough grit to 
to take that, internalize it, be okay with it, right? From a mental perspective and 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 go along, right? Like just take take it with a grain of salt. And so, yeah, definitely for sure, that would be one thing I think that you would have to have and the confidence, you know, you gotta have confidence within yourself. Um, and I think all those challenges as an educator that I went through, right, give, has given me the confidence to feel like I'm capable of, of running a company, uh, especially with all the experiences that I have, I've had and I've, I've gone through uh, to do this, right? So, yeah, it's, it's really, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mixture of a lot of different things, um, but definitely having the grit and the confidence, you know, determination uh, to see it through. And so when you take that grit and that confidence and you're going into beta right now, you have these extensive two years of all this planning and development that's gone into creating this. So now you're rolling it out. Where do you want to see yourself two years from now? Um, I would like to say we're helping the masses, right? Whether, you know, it be from a business perspective and, and, you know, companies are looking for a way to engage their, their clients and their staff or just students, right, in the school perspective, and teachers are looking for ways to better educate their students um, from different means, right, different perspectives. Um, yeah, I, I, we want to be in the forefront of that. We want to be able to say, you know, we've helped multiple amount of students learn and teachers learn as well because learning never stops right whether you're a teacher you have to learn in order to teach and so um yeah definitely want to be at the forefront of education and helping again businesses schools parents educators find better solutions amazing and so i wanted to end this interview with a, a new segment called one last question and so when you hear outbox you think out of the box, right? So I wanted to ask you, what advice would you give the audience for thinking out of the box daily? I'm going to be kind of cliche, but Apple's quote, think different. Think different. You got to think different. I mean, it's, it's similar, but that's what it is, right? You just have to think different. You have to look at something you may seem like it's normal or, you know, you may use it in a normal sense, but it has different use uses, right? Like a box, right? You, you can sit on a box, you can put things in the box, you know, you can, you can draw on a box, right? So it's literally that kind of creative thinking you got to uh, keep in mind, but yeah. I love that. So where can the listeners find you? Oh, yeah. So they can find us um, at www.outboxedu.com. Our beta is now available. You can play around with it. Um, we're doing um, uploads and updates every day. Um, so our fully flushed out product will be by the end of the month. But, yep, www.outboxedu.com. Instagram is outbox underscore edu. Um, you can find me, Dennis Ocampo, at, on LinkedIn as well. And yeah, look forward to uh, seeing all the educators and, and parents come to the site. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. 